Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 165. I'm Sean, and joined with me in the quarantine chamber, we have Tony Katz. Yes, we do. Hello, hello, hello. And across the globe, across the town, off-road, Andy. Yeah, I'll, I'll say globe. That's fine. It is kind of. I mean, not a lot, but a little across the globe. Yeah, a couple miles away. So yeah, we're uh, we're doing our part to shelter in place. If you've listened to our sports pod, you know what we're talking about. But if you are just tuning in now, first off, make sure you hit that subscribe button and share with a friend because people are bored and they want to hear new content and that could be us. So do that uh, and that'll be your good deed for the day. But yeah, so we have Andy at his home and we're, uh, Tony and I live in the same house and we record in this house, so we're not breaking any laws. Uh but we're trying a new program, so this is our first run at it. So we'll see how it sounds. There might be a, a couple of hiccups here and there, but it's a it's a process we're going to have to figure out. Uh, it's just going to take time, I guess, is all that we can do. Anything to add in there, Andy? You audio man? No, I think uh, you you got it. Very good. All right. Well, uh, we'll kick things off with uh, COVID coronavirus updates. Um, I don't know where we were last week. I, I, I mean, it just seems like it was a year ago last time we even recorded and it feels like that each week. Uh, so currently we're just shy of 1.5 million confirmed cases in the world. And the United States is at about 400,000 confirmed cases. Um, uh, every day it seems like new information's out. This and that. Also, eighty-two thousand or eighty-two thousand deaths uh, worldwide. Uh, I saw the United States is up to eleven thousand deaths uh, this morning. That's, yeah, it's like thirteen thousand now. Jeez. Um, so yeah, I mean, so this was this was the biggest day yet in deaths for the U.S. Um, I think what's happening is that the numbers aren't being counted right over the weekend, which makes sense. So I think there's like a lag on Sunday and Monday, so they're a little lower. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of seemed like there was a um a dip. But yeah, but I remember really. even last night Garcetti said that. He's like, there's gonna be some stragglers uh numbers yeah. coming in because of the weekend. So I think uh last time we recorded was the first time it, it approached a thousand. And now we're at almost two thousand dead per day. So hmm. um that's just what's gonna happen. I think it's doubling per week in deaths per day until we hit I don't know, 10,000. Yeah. Um, it's just one of those things. And uh, I mean, they're even saying, you know, don't go to the, don't go to the grocery store or the pharmacy for the next week or two. So I yeah, they're up. thinking this is the, the peak is we're approaching it, but the yeah, peak saw, could be three weeks. So I, I saw something today that said like more to the positive side of it, that it looked like numbers were, uh, it was going to, like they were actually the way things have been going that it actually looks like from what their original projections are, that it looks like the actual predictions as the pace it's on now could actually end up being a lot lower than what they originally predicted for like deaths yeah. and stuff in the U S California and whatnot. So I think there's still just not enough data. So yeah. But yeah, on the worldwide scale, um, the good news is that Italy and Spain seem to be, they already hit the peak in their, going down they're still they've still been hit harder than everywhere else but they're yeah they've actually been going down so they probably did hit the peak and but they've they've had more of a lockdown so and i think that the whole point is even after the peak you have to continue that it's not like oh we got through it let's go back out mm-hmm. yeah it's uh definitely eye-opening and all that i don't know i mean how long can they keep the economy basically closed. That's the. Uh, I mean, that's the thing is, it's not. I feel like it's less than you think, but it's also still massive. Yeah, that so many people are still working in some capacity. So many things are still being done. Um, the big thing is just entertainment and recreation and that kind of stuff, which is a lot. Dining, yeah, it's a big, big part of it. But like, there's still so much that's still being done that there's still legal services being done. Even if you can't go into a lawyer's office, there's things are still happening. Yeah, but I, I mean, 
on a granular scale, everything is somewhat impacted. Might not be, you know, entirely where they're shut down, but I mean, it's affecting everyone, especially their wallets, because I don't know about you, I'm getting paid less right now. Well, not everyone is. You're going to get that $1,200 soon enough, right? Ooh, hot dog. Yeah. Still waiting Um, on my tax return. Yeah. Well, the other the other part of this is we might be seeing things we don't need to do or like, I mean, there's so many jobs that are being done. That it's like, is that really that important? But like, yeah, someone's doing it. And then at this time, they're like, well, no one's going to do that now. And they realize they didn't need it to be done. Or You're saying like Creed wouldn't have his job after this. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> there's stuff like that. There's things maybe people are learning to cook and like, actually, I like cooking for myself. And that's going to, yeah, that's going to hurt the restaurant industry. But that's not necessarily a terrible thing for the world. That's, there's um, definitely been a, a friend of mine, actually, she was starting to like cook a lot more now and started posting stuff. And it got to the point where she actually started a Instagram little cooking page type thing. So it is true. I mean, I think people are going to find some talents they didn't know they had. I had also, I saw another friend of mine say that they wanted to see if anybody had like a acoustic guitar laying around that she could borrow or whatever. Cause she said she always wanted to pick up guitar. So I yeah. mean, it's a good time to like, you know, that hidden talent that maybe you have that you didn't know about or a hobby that you've always wanted to pick up that you never have, that this could be what better time than now to, to do it. I mean, I don't know if, oops, sorry. I don't know if we're going to ever get an opportunity again to be, you know, stuck at home for a couple months. Uh, The other thing I'd like to see is so many people are working from home and I hope companies are realizing how it's possible to do that. And like, Maybe yeah. you still want people to be able to come into the office, but also allow people to work from home more. Save some because, uh, traffic. Yeah, with traffic, the environment, the air has never been cleaner. And you have all and we need that stuff. Like this is just Mother Nature telling us that we're been bad. Yeah. Like, it is. That's how all those movies go. It yeah. is nice right now with the roads being so open. I mean, it took me usually. Uh, it'll, it'll like in the morning. It'll take me like anywhere between twenty-five to thirty minutes to get to work, and now it takes me about ten. So it is crazy to think like what traffic really does. But uh, also it's been kind of nice right now with gas being a little lower and roads being open. I mean, there's been times where I found myself just wanting to get in the car and just drive, you know, not like even go anywhere, but literally just drive around and, you know, kind of find that like kind of uh, feeling good, you know, just getting your mind cleared a little bit. Well, not today, though. There was a well, you know, today it was awful. I actually had to go over to my uh, dad's house really quick today. And then, of course, I picked up some White Claws. And uh, I was miserable driving. I was like, this isn't fun at all. It was just pouring the whole time. Also, some guy, like, I've never been cut off harder in my life, like to the point where I wanted to start road rage. Like, I've never been pushed to that point, but I, I like, was mad. (laughs) Like, this guy was one of those things where it was like I was coming up on the light and the person was going right. So I was behind him. And it was one of those people behind me that was like, oh, well, I'm in such a hurry to get to nowhere that I'm going to go to the middle lane and then, you know, pass it, which is fine. I mean, it happens, but what the car had moved. So I was able to get already going again. And then the upcoming light was coming where it was clear. This person wanted to make a right. And just, it's one thing to like cut in front of me, but this guy did it to the point where he was close to hitting me. And I was just like, and then what pissed me off too, is it's like, I don't know if it was some kid driving his parents' car because the back of the car had like two paw prints on it. Like they own two fucking dogs. I could give a shit about. And it, it was just like, Okay, so this is, you're driving a family car and you're going to drive like that? It's like, I, I don't know. I was irritated. I was like close to, I almost laid the horn. I almost threw up fingers. You threw a claw at him. I threw a what? <laughs> White claw? No, I, yeah. I didn't have those yet, actually, but I, I would have oh. if I did. Actually, no, I wouldn't have, but would have wasted those, but. You never wasted. I was bad. I mean, I was, I, it's just kind of like, you know, it's raining and it's like, you're really, it's one thing that you want to cut me off, but don't do it that close. I mean, you're going to you know, put my life in danger right now because you're in a hurry to get to the goddamn gas station. That's where they turned into. Yeah. And it, well, it's the kind of thing too. And you, you see this when you're driving around the holidays, everyone just has their head up their ass with, you know, they're preoccupied with other things. They're not paying attention. I was driving and, uh, I was getting ready to turn right. It was a red light for me, but I looked and there was no cars coming. So I was going to go turn. Well, this lady was walking her dog and she was waiting at that signal to cross the street, but she needed it to be a green light for me to t- uh, so that she could walk across the street. It's it's still a red light for us. We can't, you know, drive uh, straight at least. I'm going to turn. This lady just needs like, you know what? Fuck it. Quarantine. She starts walking across the street with her dog. Good thing I was paying attention. I would have run her and her dog over. People are nincompoops this time of year. Well, this time of year. This, uh, 
you know, whatever we have going on, I guess. I hope this isn't, you know, a time of year type of thing all, all the time now. People are, uh, people are terrible. Um, you guys been going like out with, uh, do you have masks? Yeah. I have a, my dad gave me a couple that I have. I haven't really, I just picked them up from him on Sunday, I believe. So I haven't really gone like anywhere. Yeah. I mean, when I went to go pick up the claws today, it was just the, like, you know, in and out of our local liquor store around here. So I was in there very quickly, but I, I haven't had to go to too many grocery stores, but if I do go to a grocery store, probably throw it on because grocery stores are just like, it's crazy right now. And just how many people are in and out of there. When you're going to a grocery store, you feel like you're in another planet right now. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got their masks on. Everybody's doing everything. You make one noise and you know, you're afraid you might get shot or like taken away from some by like some like North Korean officials or something. It's scary times right now. Where are you it's, it's definitely weird. <laughs> I'm shopping in Irvine. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I wore a, a mask over to Costco over the weekend. And uh, I was thinking about it. I was like, am I going to be like, am I the only one doing this? And it's like, no, almost everyone in there was wearing a mask. Yeah, I noticed that on they, Friday they, that a lot of people were uh, and like Friday was the day where most everybody started mentioning that too. I heard a couple, couple people mention it about how like, wow, more, more people are wearing masks. And then you find out that in LA you have to. So like whenever, uh, like with us right now, you know, my family's restaurant's still open. All of our delivery guys are from like the LA County area, are meat and produce, and those guys all wear are all wearing masks right now too and stuff. So that's just how it is right now in LA. Everybody's got their, everybody's got to have masks. Well, it's strange for me. I don't have a mask, so I don't know what they can't make you like give me one. Then I'm sure your roommate um, has. I don't understand that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, but I've been going to work every day, going into the office. Um, my office building is mostly empty, but there seems to be like one other company working. Um, it was really strange on yesterday. There's only one Elvair working and I was trying to get back down and somehow the Elvair opened. Someone was coming up and someone got off the elevator, but there's someone from the other company that was like going to go back down to their floor. Oh boy. And it was like, well, I'm getting in this elevator. And she like tried to stop. There's like a couple of us waiting. She tried to stop us. And I was like, well, this elevator takes like five minutes now. Cause there's only one working. We're going in here. And then she berated us for not having masks. And it was like, like who gives a shit? We're in this fucking. We're all gonna get sick if we're gonna get sick because we're forced to come to work. So, you know they say that like, the virus can live on a mask for seven days if it's not. You know, you're yeah. supposed to wash that shit too. Well, the mask is supposed yeah. to be so you don't infect other people. Yeah, I also think it's so it's like you, you. It's kind of like so you don't touch your face. Also, like it'll help yeah. because as long as you have a mask on, you can't put your fingers in your mouth. I guess unless that would be impressive. <laughs> but uh, it, it's funny though that you say that because also so. We had a customer come in the other day and my uncle's just hilarious when it comes to just talking to people. And some guy had his, came in there with his mask and it was, uh, my uncle just tells me, he's like, yeah, you know, that mask isn't even like, you know, you can still inhale in that mask. So it doesn't even really like do, do much. I'm just thinking to myself, like, like the guy's just wearing a mask to like have like precautions going on. It's like, don't like ridicule his mask. <laughs> Let the guy just have his mask on, whether it like really works or doesn't, it gives him the feeling that at least it does or whatever. But it was just funny. Yeah, it's supposed to be so that like when you cough, you're coughing into the mask, yeah, not into the air. And it's yeah, like, I mean, now who knows? I mean, now they, every day they say something different. It's don't wear a mask unless you're sick. And now it's like everybody should wear a mask. And well, then, yeah. they changed it because they didn't want people buying masks because they need them for the hospitals. Oh, yeah. But then they're like, hey, just make your own. Just put a fucking piece of paper over your face. And it's like then. But originally they're like, we don't want you to do that because that'll scare people. Because that does seem scary. That does seem like a movie. Like, oh, shit. Was everyone wearing these masks for? Like when I went into Ralph's like maybe three weeks ago and someone was wearing one, I was like, what the fuck? But Yeah. I mean, but so much has changed since then. Yeah. I just don't think you should be shaming people. Yeah, no, my, uh, I mean, I'm not going to go out of my way to, you know, hey, what are you doing? Yeah. Like when I left work today, I went down one floor and it opened and the person saw me. He's like, ah, no. So I <laughs> then that over very close. I went down another floor. It opened again, and the person's like, no. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, what do you think is going to happen? Why aren't people just taking the stairs? Yeah, if you're that paranoid. Oh, oh we're on the 10th floor. So? It takes it takes a long time to get down those stairs, and they're emergency only. I you can't go the up there either. Whenever I can. That is you funny. You can't go up people, the stairs. People are getting to the point. I didn't even think about that, like sharing elevators, because I haven't been anywhere with an elevator during all I mean, this. You already fucked with the, the button, so. Yeah, that's true. Hey, just bring in a piece of paper. <laughs> Hit it with your back. I don't know. From my perspective, anyone who's still going into their office every day is fucked. Like, you're not going to, your precautions aren't going to do it. 
just like I have to realize like yeah I'm I'm at risk of infecting other people who aren't in the same situation as me but that's why we banned you from our office Andy you can't yeah, even use I'm, our elevator and there's other people that probably exposed I don't think I've been me. to the office uh, like coming on like th- three weeks coming on four weeks I don't even yeah, know we all lost track yeah, everybody lost track of time I think that the last time was the 13th. Friday the 13th was like the day it all ended. Hmm. Yeah, no, because I think the last so the last time I was at a bar was Friday the 14th. And it was around that weekend when people well, were... Well, impossible. <laughs> I mean, Saturday the 14th. And that was the last day when I think... That was when like sports had already been like done. And you were stupid for doing it. We're like, what the hell are these people thinking? Yeah, but that was now... I mean, that was three weeks ago now. So, I mean, I'm fine. But it was... It I'm was not uh, about you. Oh. Just in general. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, I, and I agree. Like I look back at it now and I'm like, cause at that time though, we still didn't realize, like we knew it was obviously really serious, but it's it was raining like, hard. We weren't, uh, we weren't any like, uh, you know, we just didn't know, like, I guess like how serious it was. Like that was right around the time where we started realizing like, Oh shit, like you can't go anywhere. Cause at that time you could still go into restaurants. You could still go to bars. It was just that sports were closed. And then sports after that now it's closed. It's weird now. Now it's, you know, it's crazy to think that that was already, you know, that was March 14th. So this Saturday, that will have been four weeks since uh, I was last at a, in a bar. And uh, if you guys are wondering, I'm not doing well. No, I'm kidding. But it's, I'm saving money. That's good. Other than White Claws and somehow scratchers are still getting into my life. I know that's incredible. But I mean, I guess the, the state incredible. needs the money. Yeah. yeah keep it going. I'm supporting the state. Yeah. Small businesses. The state of California. <laughs> <laughs> smallest business out there uh well any more um coronavirus talk before we want to oh there will be more uh-huh. at some point just not this week okay because yeah it is uh it's always changing and it's not going anywhere anytime soon okay let's move on so if you follow us on our instagram at tonys.take you noticed that we uh, shared a story uh, earlier last week that HBO was doing a uh, free deal for uh, their whole part of helping. And the hashtag they were using was stay home box office. Pretty good if you think about it, because it's the whole thing is stay home and they're called home box office. And you get it. Uh so Andy, I shared it with him because I remember he had just canceled HBO and he quickly informed me that this was uh, not as good as it sounds. Yeah, you want me to take over here? That's why I stopped talking. Well, we don't have face-to-face contact. It's this different. It's true. The cues are different. Um, yeah, so it's, uh, I think, 10 shows that are free, um, like 20 movies and like 20 documentaries, which is, it's, it's still nice. And I think yeah, most of the movies are... Most of the movies are Warner movies, so they're like they're they own them. They don't have they're not paying a fee. Um, obviously, their shows are their shows, but yeah, like The Wire, Sopranos, it's like their classic stuffs on there. Barry, Silicon Valley, yeah, then Barry, Silicon Valley, Succession's on there. So they, they probably want people to watch that because I'm sure season three is uh, or was at least planned for the summer. But um, I don't know what's going on with that now, actually. But yeah, that's nice. The little, little bit of taste there, and there's a uh, some movies on there. And then, yeah, a lot of their documentaries that are interesting and lengthy. So if you need to kill time, um, I haven't checked it out. I don't know how that works. If you just go use the app, if you yeah, have a you login have to already. Download the app. You don't have to plug in anything. But if you don't have a subscription, you can't click anything other than the stream for free uh, area. Okay. Yeah, I should look at that because, yeah, I have the app installed already. And yeah. But I mean, think about it this way. It's a good way to get you involved in their app. And then you're not going anywhere. It's like, how many movies can you rent? You might as well, you know, pay 15 bucks because hopefully we're only yeah. going to have another month or so of this. Uh, you can't go anywhere, do anything. Well, the, uh, the, their big thing, the HBO Max thing, I think is out next month. Well, they also remember the Friends so, thing is it's delayed. But the, the, the show Friends will be on there. I guess like people the thing, that, that's, yeah. what people, that's what people care about, really. I want to um, watch so that'll be from 1998. Yeah, I got so get people in there now all the time. So I get it, I guess. Yeah. All right, uh, let's move on. How about um, does anyone here care about Tiger King? I mean, I don't really. 
Andy? Uh, I would think I would eventually get to it, but like I, I, I that's I say that with a lot of things. Like yeah. there's so many shows where I'm like, oh, I want to wait for that. Like Ozark season three came out, and I'm like, maybe now's the time to start watching that. You know, it's, it's like, funny. Oh. I'm even my parents are like, you gotta watch it. I might have to. I need season two still. So of Ozark. Yeah. What do you mean you need it? I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. So you did watch the. I watched season first one. season. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I always think like, oh, I'll get to it eventually. And it's like they're already on season three, and I haven't gone to it. Well, now's the time. Yeah. Even though, yeah, you, and I get uh, like you still are working. I'm still working. It's like, yeah, I don't have like well, a, not a bunch that of free much time, time. <laughs> to do things. Yeah, it's not like a lot of people are like, oh, I've got nothing. It's like, no, it's pretty much normal for me. <laughs> but hey, I still I, I watch a lot of things anyways. Is it so Andy from what you can tell, like with your you don't have to answer, I guess, whatever you don't want to. But from your like household, does it still seem like like out of because you live with a lot of people like. Does it seem like most people are on still like a normal schedule that you would say is there like how it was before? Or like, are you the only one that's on like your typical like schedule if this wasn't happening? I think I'm the only one going into work, but I can't really confirm how what people are doing. <laughs> I don't really know what they were doing before. <laughs> really? <laughs> um, yeah, I know I told you in this story, but like um, about people's schedules being different not being oh yeah not leaving the house as early as they do and then interfering with <laughs> like when i go like i was went down to get breakfast and there's like four people and like what are all these people doing here well, this is it's, weird. Fu- it's funny too because as i'm picturing you telling this story i'm remembering that you're in your house <laughs> yeah <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be funny if you're just recording this on the kitchen table and everyone yeah. was in there <laughs> so yeah you know like i just wish they would leave <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I mean, it's definitely different, but I'm surprised how much it's not. Like when people go places, like, where do you, where are they going? <laughs> you ever think that you see people driving? Like, what are they doing? Yeah. Like, I know. Yeah. I, it's not Actually, like I'm hanging out. I'm going to work. It's funny. You said that because uh, we were on a walk on Saturday night, I believe me, uh, producer Luke and Sean over here. And uh, Sean actually said that to me. We were cruising through and he said, uh, we, we saw a handful of cars and we went on a walk pretty late too. And it is kind of eerie because it is really just quiet. I mean, Villa Park's already a quiet little town, no but I mean, lights. very quaint, but uh, it was even more quiet. And it's just like crazy to think like, damn, this is a Saturday night at like nine o'clock. It's just so quiet. And uh, even Dobby said that though, a handful of cars would drive by at times. And he even said like, don't you wonder where all these people are going? I'm like, honestly, I was like, some people probably are just still going to friend's house or maybe some people are just leaving the house and driving. Cause maybe they're, cause some people yeah. probably live with a lot of people, you know, and like not everybody gets to live with friends and stuff. I mean, I know, uh, one of the guys that I work with lives with like 12 people, but I mean, that's what? common in, uh, in Santa Ana. So that right yeah, there now, now is me. illegal. Yeah. No gathering <laughs> over like eight people. Yeah. Well, that's probably illegal by like the real law beforehand too, but they don't yeah. care. Landlords don't yeah, care. They, yeah, they don't. But, uh, I mean, if I work with him and like he doesn't like he works only on like the weekends. I don't even think he's working much. So I don't ever see him. But he dropped in the other day to say what's up and was telling that. But it was like he wanted to just get out of the house. And I'm like, yeah, I don't I don't blame you. So maybe stuff like that. But Andy, this is just going to be like personal stuff that you're going to probably enjoy that we don't get to see you and tell you. But uh, a friend of ours, speaking of people like going out places still, a friend of ours, Brian, rode his bike over to a neighbor's house and his bicycle was stolen. <laughs> yeah, <you laughs> shows the him. But the best part about it, Andy and Brian, if you're listening, I'm sorry. But uh, not only was it stolen, it was replaced. So some guy went up, <laughs> stole his bike, which was significantly better, and replaced it with his shitty bike. Well, you didn't want to strand him, you don't know. Exactly. I mean, you don't know how far this guy's been traveling. I feel like that. That's definitely in a movie, right? It's got to be. There oh, was yeah. there was a movie where like they steal the bike, and the bad guy has to. Oh, a fucking Goonies. Where oh, Josh yeah, Brolin he, is riding on the kid's bike, driving, but they didn't replace it. That was the like his sister. Yeah, he had to take it from the kid. Yeah, yeah. Also, uh, Andy, <laughs> one one last story from that same night. Uh, me, Sean, and Luke were uh, out walking, and Luke decided to take his hoverboard. <laughs> and you know how they say like accidents happen right when you're close to home. Well, Andy, an accident happened right at home. Almost, we were at. Those are not road safe. What is he we, thinking? We were at the elementary school and he decided to go like on the curb 
but he was like in between like the parking blocks and then like the curb. And at one, and somehow he ended up on top of the curb and it was all of us. I'm like, what is he doing? And then all of a sudden it started like going out of control feet from under a man. He just full on <laughs> fell hard to the ground. He fell like uh, Tyson at, uh, on a holiday video where he ate it on the hoverboard. It yeah. was that hard on that's, a curb too. That's, he gets a, that's up. a good, that's a good pull. I forgot about that. He but that's, has- a line of leaves perfect line from the curb on his back stuck to his sweater <laughs> honestly with like how close he was to the actual like curb also because it was almost like it wasn't a curb it was like an half a ed- curb yeah like an edge part but then it made him fly close to the actual curb it's like it could have been really bad like how he got it but it looked like it was painful <laughs> but uh so, some people just aren't meant for going uh, off-road yeah that's your job <laughs> <laughs> that's true <laughs> Uh, so the Tiger King. <laughs> yeah, I watched two episodes of this. I I didn't need any of it. Uh, it just makes me lose more faith in humanity and shows me that animals are better than us in every way. Um, no, and not that enough. I never need to go to Oklahoma in my ever ever in my life ever. And uh, same um, probably goes for Florida. What about you? Want to see the Tulsa Drillers play a game? No, I'm good. Double A baseball. It's good. Good. Uh, shit. I mean the the show, yeah, it's it's entertaining. They're they're hicks, they're trash, they're pieces of shit. Um, but I mean, just go watch fucking Shameless. That's fiction. Is it? I guarantee you, there's um, a family living just like that. I don't, it's also starring a real life criminal. No, his wife is the criminal. Well, he's an associated, an accomplice. His name wasn't even in any of that stuff. Well, I mean, what is he? Not a good father. He doesn't care about getting his kids into USC. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, yeah, the point about Tiger I King. I didn't need the Tiger King for myself. That's why I stopped at two. But it's the, the longest running number one program at Netflix. So it's the number one most watch anything on Netflix for 15 consecutive days. Well, so they came, it came out at the perfect time. Yeah, but just, there's other things that have been coming out. You know, you don't see like a comedy special last 15 days at number one. You know, or even like uh, the big stuff. Well, comedy specials, I mean... That's one subjective, I know. hour, 20 minute thing. This is eight episodes or something. And I saw they're releasing a new episode. Yeah, I think they have more footage for stuff. I don't know. I don't really uh, even watch them, so I don't know what that's going to be about. Yeah, and I, I don't I don't really care what it's about. I'm saying, like, uh, what's their biggest, like, fiction show of all time, you think? I don't, I mean. Spacey? Like, was prob- that? Probably. I mean, you'd think that, when that came out, that would Narcos, be number one for a long time. Narcos <laughs> is huge. Yeah. If, if more Narcos was coming out, I'd be watching that. I can't get enough of that. I don't care that I have to read the whole time. It is so entertaining. I love that kind of like that world. It's crazy. Yeah, the Mexican yeah. drug cartel is definitely something that's always very interesting because it's just I, I don't and I think it's because of just like how how it's real, but then also how like ruthless they are. Like they do things where you're just like, are you fucking kidding me? And it's in our backyard. If you, yeah. If you like Mexican cartel shit, um, I'll give you a recommendation, Sean. What blow might be on. It might be on Hulu because it's an FX show that I liked. It was only two seasons. Snowfall. Called The Bridge. The Bridge. Yeah. And it was like basically a woman is found dead on the bridge between El Paso and Juarez. So Hmm. like both police departments have to work the murder. And yeah, obviously it's cartel related, but it was a good show on FX and didn't overstay its welcome. So I imagine that's on Hulu because I think they put all that stuff on there. Well, I have. Yeah, absolutely. I have the ability to watch that. Maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, I love that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, it's got it's definitely got the uh, stand in for whatever his name is. The guy wearing he's wearing a baseball cap and just looks like a normal guy. I, I have no idea who you're trying to describe. Uh, Pablo Escobar. Oh, <laughs> or how he just looks like a normal guy. Uh huh. Um, speaking of Netflix for a quick second, I did see the trailer today. I think it just got released. The trailer it comes out in like two weeks. Uh, it has one of the Chris guys. And it's called Extraction. Have you seen that, Andy? Uh, sounds trailer. familiar, but it actually looks it really good. It's about um, he has he goes to like India and has to steal a kid back from you know drug uh, lords who stole <laughs> him uh, from you know whoever. And it so appears, man on fire too. Yeah, exactly. It appears that he, like he's like even the government, uh, our government's like, uh, fucking kill the kid. Like there's nothing we can do. And Chris, I, I think it's Chris work, is this I don't know it. They're all the same. Um, <laughs> they're not. Like, well, I'm not going to do it. I like that. Sounds like Hemsworth. 
I don't. They're all the same. Hemsworth is Australian. Yeah, they all literally look the same, and they're they're all named. Was it Chris O'Donnell? I don't know who that is. No, Robin from Batman in the nineties. Yeah, Uh, but the trailer looked really good. What'd you say? Uh, When he said Chris O'Donnell, but then he said Robin of the nineties. That was the one with uh, like the Riddler, right? Oh yeah, yeah. and Two Face. Mm -hmm. Tommy Lee Jones, and was that Jim Carrey? Yeah, Jim Carrey's a great Riddler. That's a that's a Jim Carrey character. <laughs> yeah, bring it back. They really should. Well, they yeah. delayed a, uh, yeah, Batman. And you know what? That reminds me. I I almost forgot. Um, I'll get to it when uh, we get to what we've been watching. But I literally forgot to put that on my list. Uh, you'll oh, have to yeah, just wait till. Don't even say it, Andy, because I know what you're talking okay. about. You're just gonna. That's a teaser for what lies ahead. All but right. yes, yeah, so Tiger King. That's a thing. Moving on, Andy, this next one uh, is near and dear to your heart. And uh, funny enough, I had just played, I don't know if it was this last weekend or the weekend prior, but uh, that thing you do on the radio. Yeah, so uh, a sad story we've got. Adam Schlesinger, who is the, uh, a bassist and songwriter for the band Fountains of Wayne. Remember Stacy's mom? Ooh. Yeah, he, uh, he died from coronavirus-related stuff here. How old was he's he? Only, he's only like 50. Okay. Um, so here's my thing really quick with uh, these musicians, because there's been a handful of musicians that have passed away. I felt like in the last like week or so. Now I know they say a lot of like with musicians. I mean, maybe I'm just stereotyping here, but it seems like with a lot of musicians, you know, it's the whole sex, drugs, rock and roll. And it's like, I feel like a lot of these guys maybe had a history of whether it's drugs, but at least like smoking and stuff. So I feel like yeah, I think cigarettes are a big part yeah. of that. So lifestyle. I think when you, when you see these guys and it's like, Oh man, this guy only 50 or this guy, like, you know, mid sixties, it's like, yeah, but it's, they probably had a history of smoking or drugs and whatnot, which I'm sure didn't help. Now I'm not, uh, you know, I don't know all that for sure, but I mean, as a rock, star, I don't see fountains of Wayne as being that kind of people. Yeah, but You never know. Cigarettes, yeah. though, I mean, still, you never know. Yeah, well, um, so yeah, he was in Fountains of Wayne. He also wrote a lot of songs for, I think it was called The Crazy Ex-Girlfriend or something. It was a show on like the last few years, a musical TV show that I know people liked. But uh, the reason, you know, I will always remember this is he uh, wrote That Thing You Do, the actual, the song from the movie, That Thing You Do, which is, old yeah, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a very believable, like, one-hit wonder song. It's It's definitely good. They did a good job of finding the right thing. I wonder if that movie's streaming anywhere. I haven't seen that since I was eight years old. I've got the Blu-ray somewhere. Okay, I don't have a I've way of it. playing that. I, I could play it on an Xbox. Our Xbox is plugged into a computer yeah. monitor. <laughs> got to sit in the lawn chair and watch. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's a super entertaining movie. Um, also, you know, of course, Tom Hanks starred, directed in that movie. And uh, he didn't die from coronavirus. He lived. Yeah. So there's that connection, now, but I believe I've shared the story that I heard on another podcast with, I believe Steve Zahn. Was he the drummer in that thing you do? He played, um, he was just guitar player. Who was the drummer? Uh, I forget his name, but he wasn't, he hasn't been in stuff. Oh, well, I'm pretty sure it was the drummer person had a yeah. massive case of, uh, diarrhea, but he wasn't a big enough star to have, um, a trailer. Yeah, <laughs> it was on stage and he's sweating and like they had to cut and Tom Hanks is like, hey, you can use my trailer. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. I, now I'm remembering. So the, the drummer from that movie, he's in a show called I'm Sorry, which is on Netflix right now. And I check it out. It's kind of like a lesser Kirby enthusiasm where it's like real life people in L.A. Interesting. I like it. Okay. Well, yeah, very sad. Um, also, and we forgot to kind of mention this, but uh, not Boris Diaw, but Boris Johnson was in the uh, intensive care for coronavirus. Now, he, of course, is the prime minister of the United Kingdom. That was yesterday. I saw today that he's already out of intensive care. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would imagine they wanted to put him... 55-year-old man, by the way. Yeah, they'd want to give him the best care. That's kind of... That's probably what what that even means. Like you almost wonder, it's a good point, Andy, because you almost wonder like, 
intensive care, but it's like, is he actually needs, does he actually need the intensive care that some people with intensive care actually need? Or was it kind of like he got into the best of the best because of who he was? Yeah. But I can also imagine he might be only 55, but he's probably smoked more cigars <laughs> than the entire population. You have to smoke it when you're in Europe. It's like, I think I there's think a so, class yeah. when you're like a sophomore. Yeah. yeah you're not yeah, going to win with your prime uh, minister. Yeah. Your cigar. But yeah. Okay. Enough. Uh, of the Corona corner with ominous Andy. Uh, Amazon is doing their own South by Southwest festival. What uh, does that even mean? They're so South by Southwest there? was a, that was a, a big festival with, you know, all kinds of stuff, music, film, um, when the that world was supposed was to be happening. That was supposed to happen like a week before, after everything went to shit and they had to cancel that at the last minute, of course, uh, on Austin, Texas. Um, so it was sad for all the people who were going to, you know, have movies shown there. Um, didn't have anywhere to go. What are you going to do with all these film festivals? So Amazon put together a thing for some of these people that were going to be here. Um, that if you have an Amazon subscription, you can watch these movies for free. And that doesn't mean Amazon Prime, just any Amazon account. So, you know, the people can opt in and they can put their movie, maybe make it available to Amazon to so you can stream it. Um, I don't know about if they're going to hand out awards or anything, but. It sounds like they're going to pay each pe- each person like a flat fee to put their movie on there, which is nice to get something out of it. Oh, it's very um, smart. Why didn't Netflix think of this? Is this just Bezos? Well, there's all kinds of other festivals that are being canceled. Um, I saw something about like, oh, Top Gun was supposed to be a surprise at one of the big ones. Oh, that's um, never coming out. And so, yeah, now like it's all like those. Pushed next summer. I mean, South by Southwest is not one of the bigger movie festivals. You know, you got... I don't even the think of it as movies. I figured I think of that as music. Yeah. I don't even really know what South by Southwest is. It's just like it's, it's everyone loose. that goes to Coachella flies over there and then they just, here's my Instagram. I'm here. It's, it's not like one thing, which I guess like Sundance and stuff is like that as well. Really good barbecue. Yeah. It's at different, if different bars, different restaurants, they have, they'll have bands or they'll show movies and it's very loose. You just, you host a thing there. You're not like, it's not like one big festival. It's kind of like, you do things because everyone's in town. So should we have been there? Now we should put our stuff we on have. <clears throat> Like there's like everything. It's not just music and movies. You can have scientific panels and stuff like that. There's it's just a giant, I guess, meeting of people. Hey, we can do our scientific panel on the uh, taste test. Truly's versus White Claws. Yeah. <laughs> no, there, there's a lot of there is a lot of live podcast during South by Southwest. So like that. I would I would love to see that video of ours one of these days. Just to, not even if it ever gets posted, just to at least get to watch. If I could ever learn, yeah. If I can learn how to do that stuff. I have a handful of those videos were filmed on my phone. I think some of it was yeah. filmed on an actual camera. But one day in the archive. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, that's cool that uh, Amazon is stepping up and maybe we'll see some cool stuff come out of that. Uh, before we get into what we're watching, Andy had one more thing. Uh, last week we had a big discussion about, uh, who was the better actor, Brad Pitt or Leonardo DiCaprio. And, uh, something slipped Andy's mind that he, uh, wanted to kind of one last thing. He's getting so good at the one last thing that this one is not even in the same podcast. Yeah. Um, so Brad Pitt, been a lot of good stuff. And one thing I missed that I wanted to talk about was a movie called Killing Them Softly. It came out in 2012. Uh, not a lot of people know what this is. wasn't a big release, but it's a good movie. It has an incredible cast outside of Brad Pitt. Um, so I'm just going to set it up. It's uh, Ben Mendelsohn and Scoop McNary, two of my favorite new actors, playing two lowlifes who rob a mob poker game hosted by Ray Liotta. And then the mob like accountant guy, played by Richard Jenkins, hires a hitman, Brad Pitt, to find out what's going on. Um, and they also hire a second hitman, played by James Gandolfini. Hell so, yeah. What a, what a cast. And uh, yeah, Brad Pitt's just this super cynical, like, I'm just, I'm a professional, I do my job, because I want to get paid, and that's all I care about, I don't give a shit. And just another good, really good performance by him. He just plays, he plays good dark characters. And uh, it's just a movie that went, another movie under the radar, that if you can where... find it somewhere. Where, yeah, I was just going to ask, do you know if it's streaming anywhere? I see it's just available to rent for four bucks. Yeah, I think that's some. Um, it, it's hard to be somewhere. 
the the problem with uh, trying to find out if things are available to stream is that like oh it's it's available in Estonia but not here it's like what there's there's a lot of that kind of stuff flights are cheap right now <laughs> yeah well you can always get a VPN and uh, fake where your location is oh touche yeah I don't condone that though of course yeah but again if that's something that does on the internet at all if uh, that does come up somewhere and it's on netflix or something go ahead and check it out yeah i don't see it according to imdb and i mean they're owned by amazon they just say you can rent this on amazon yeah we'll see but yeah i remember that uh the trailer for that movie i mean i never saw it but that'd be that's a good cast especially the late great james gandolfini yeah and he was you know at the top of his game there Mm-hmm. I think it was his second to last performance, actually. Crazy. Um, okay, well, before we get into what we're watching, that portion of the podcast was brought to you by our good friends at Simple Doggy, the dog leash that is quicker and easier, and it works with your dog's current <clears throat> collar or harness. And for a limited time, the Tony's Take listeners, that's you guys, can get 25% off and free shipping when you simply plug in promo code Tony. That is T-O-N-Y. Very good. I can't look at anyone right now. I was so. just going to say because like uh, Dobby and I now have a sheet up. We have a big partition. Block the the sound a little bit so it's a little, hopefully a little cleaner. And uh, yeah, so that was actually really funny because uh, normally in the studio he'll point at one of us to say the Tony and to say how you spell it or whatever. And, uh, which everyone knows how to spell Tony, right? Yeah. I don't know. There's some people out there that maybe go I at the end. And no, the, the, there's that group, Tony, Tony, Tony. It's all different letters. Oh, touche. Yeah, there you go. Well, head to simple doggy.com. <laughs> That's two D's <laughs> and plug in promo code. Just one Tony, just T O N Y. And you'll get 25% off and free shipping guys. You're stuck at home. Your dog needs to be walked. You need to be walked. If it's not raining where you are, go on a walk and use a simple dog leash because you'll get out there faster. All right. Shall we get into what we've been watching? Yes. Andy, I assume you have 104 things this time. Uh, I got just four. Pretty good. One of them we share. Uh, just really quick, Sean, is it still, am I still on there? What? On the, uh, recording stuff because my, my laptop went, uh, blank. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're you going. All right, cool. I don't know what uh, happened to the laptop here. Acting a little funny. It, uh, went dark. But, uh, and it's got like a line kind of going through it. That's weird. Can you log back in? I can't even like. Oh boy. Well, why don't you just go if you yeah. have anything and then <laughs> you get cut off. Watching, Tony. And I know one of them we'll have together. So, uh, I finally got around to watching uncut gems, which I know we had, uh, you guys have been talking about and everybody has been saying that it's a very uncomfortable movie. And obviously with like it being the gambling aspect and I like to gamble. So, uh, with me, I, uh, it was definitely uncomfortable, but I feel like so many of those situations were like kind of relatable that it wasn't even like, it was like, so I could see how like the typical person would be like, Oh man, this was really uncomfortable. But to me, it was just kind of like, Oh yeah, that's how it fucking is. (laughs) And so it was like, uh, to that, but then it was, it was just a very fast movie though, too. It just seemed like so much was happening and it was just really weird and random. But, uh, you know, I uh, would like to know whatever uh, book he was gambling out of because I've never been able to parlay an opening tip with certain stuff. You know, like the, his big bet at the end when he does the opening tip with Garnett over in like points, rebounds, like blocks, Celtics to win and all that shit. So, but uh, I honestly didn't see the way that movie ended. I didn't see that coming. I I don't know. It just kind of was just all like, oh, wow. But uh, I mean, overall, it was like a... I mean, I enjoyed the the movie for the most part. I, uh, you know, I, obviously anything with gambling, I'm going to enjoy. But it was definitely an interesting movie. And uh, Kevin Garnett definitely, uh, like everybody has taken away from this movie, definitely a solid job for him. You know, like not a, just seemed like a natural out there with acting. So I'm hoping we'll, we'll see Garnett in more roles in the, in the future. But uh, overall, I mean, I can't say I disliked it. I enjoyed it. I mean, I don't think it was definitely any like Oscar worthy movie, but. 
I enjoyed it. I mean, like I said, anything with gambling, I'm gonna it's gonna have my interest. But uh, probably much better to watch at home versus in theaters, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, I don't know. I Any, anything in the theaters is. I wouldn't good. have wanted to pay fifteen dollars for that movie, but anyway. So the last movie I watched is actually a. Uh, it's pretty funny. It was a uh, our uh, other roommate Paige is actually the one who threw it on, and it was on. I think it was Sunday evening or something, but it's called. It's actually randomly it was in a like Netflix's top ten right now, but it's called The Roommate, and <laughs> so she's like, "Oh, this is like kind of like a little like horror type movie, you know? It's like this chick gets a roommate that's you know in college her like freshman year or whatever her dorm mate, and she's like becomes obsessed with her and like wants to. It's basically like the female version of the show You, like she just tries to eliminate everyone in the girl's life and stuff like that. And uh, as we're watching it, it's like it definitely had like a good story to it but it was just awful and it was like it was one of those things where whenever like something big would happen like there's like killing scenes or like whatever they would kind of like uh, push it away so it was almost like you just had to imagine what it looked like and uh so at the very end of that movie i was like i have to look this up on rotten tomatoes like i just have to see what this was rated because i it's it's very rare that i get away from a movie and i'm like that was truthfully pretty bad sure enough rotten tomatoes had given it a four (laughs) percent Oh no! So that is one of the lowest scores I've ever seen. That's yeah, pretty rough. That's... And it was honestly, it might have been worthy of it. It was just, I liked the idea, but just not that good. But uh, also, uh, it just makes me wonder. Like, I bet a lot of girls that did watch that movie because I think that came out like 2011 or so. A lot of the girls that watched that movie, I imagine, you know, like it probably is a scary thing when you're getting your first, you know, your first dorm mate because that's obviously when people are moving out for their first time for the most part is after high school, like you've never been away from home at that point. And so to have someone completely random, especially if you go to college, like way out of state, then, uh, I imagine like after watching that, some girls were kind of like, Oh my God, like what if I did get someone like that? So definitely is creepy because those rooms are obviously very, very small. So, I mean, I went to, a, you know, some of my buddies that went to had dorms their freshman year. I remember visiting those and just being like, wow, it's kind of crazy to think you live in here with a complete stranger that you have to somehow turn into your friend. But yeah, that was the the two I watched. I mean, Sean and I have one together that we'll get into when he gets into that. But uh, yeah, that's for me so far. Yeah, I saw that on the Netflix there. And I was like, I think this is one of those, like, it's probably PG-13 meant for like teenage girls to watch. So, you yeah. know, it wasn't going to be like real. Yeah. So, Andy, do you want to do like two and then uh, I'll do a couple? Uh, sure. I will... Um go with another Sandler movie that I watched uh, oh this weekend. Uh, his other like big drama comeback that I hadn't watched yet, the Meyerowitz stories. This oh. is a Netflix original. It was uh, Noah Baumbach who did Marriage Story. This He made this before. Um, this Good is casting, Dust- right? yeah, Dustin Hoffman, uh, Sandler, and uh, Ben Stiller. And like they're his sons, and he's just kind of a... You know, an old man, he's a, he was a, a sculptor and a professor and he's, he's like, like Larry David, but not funny, you know, like just kind of irritable older man. I watched but, you know, performance by yeah, a really good actor. Um, yeah, Sandler, it's different. Sandler didn't do a lot of his Sandler type stuff in Uncut Gems, but in this one, he did a couple of the, like, you know, the yell where like something's going and then he just does a yell and it's yeah. like, oh, that's classic. And, uh, I really enjoyed him in this, um. I I don't identify with this movie more. I don't know. It meant more. It related more to this movie than Marriage Story. I talked about that where it's like, you know, I don't have that experience. That's not, you know, the whole divorce thing. But um, with this where it's, you know, it was kind of it had the, the granddaughter going to college at the same time as Dustin Hoffman, like getting sick. And I was like, oh, that's actually that was my experience. So it was more relatable to me. And Mm-hmm. definitely like this movie um yeah it's available on netflix yeah i don't remember much about it i remember it came out similar time as was it sandy wexler and that Probably. was just a heaping pile of trash this so. was not part of the sandler deal this is just a movie he happened to be in yeah yeah that netflix bought the rights to hmm. very good so and i remember that was when like oh sandler's making another drama this is this is good so. what uh what's the other one I'm going to go with Tomorrow Never Dies, watch another Bond movie. Oh, I flipped on Casino Royale last night. 
Yeah. So this one, I, this one's better than I re- remembered. I thought like all the Brosnan ones were bad after Goldeneye, but this was still pretty good. Oh, they're fine. I mean, they're they're not as good they're, as when you watched them when you were eight years old. But yeah, but like they're still I they're just good. watched Die Another Day. That was bad. I would say eh, for nostalgia's sake, at the yeah. very worst. But this one's actually good. It had um, God, Jeffrey Price, I think his name, the guy from uh, um, Game of Thrones. Yeah, uh, the new Pope. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, the new Pope. Yeah, uh, and he runs a newspaper and the media. Yeah, he's, he's a fake news guy. Yeah, Elliot, right? Isn't that his name? I don't even remember. Come on, and you just watched it. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, that's what happens. But like a lot of you know, those Bond movies are on Netflix, but. Amazon just added every Bond movie, like every old one ever, like all the Sean Connery, all the Roger so they've been Moore going stuff. back and forth with that. Like one month they'll have yeah. them all, one month they won't. Yeah. Pretty great. So if you want to watch like Goldfinger, you can watch that. I Amazon recently Prime. watched Tomorrow Never Dies, probably like two months ago, just like put it on while I was doing laundry or something. It, it, it's, it's good. I had that kick-ass boat. It had that uh, prick, yeah. uh, his henchman with his yellow hair. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh just a motorcycle scene the handcuffed motorcycle scene it's great great stuff mm-hmm. see i must have been doing laundry because i don't even remember that part oh my god that's great i mean they had to yeah. escape and they're handcuffed um i don't remember i think this movie came out before rush hour because they do the same thing they jump out of his building and jump onto um like a big banner and then the, they rip the banner so it slows down their fall off the building and i'm like rush hour did like the same thing hmm. yeah interesting Okay, you want me to go for a couple? Yep. So I've got two, and then one that Tony and I uh, watched uh, at the on the other over the weekend. So That's one the one we both watched too. What? The one that we both watched as well. Oh yeah, so you watched it too? I'm confused. What? We there's a movie that we both watched, not okay, together. Well, but so first, I kind of talked about this. Actually, w- the last trip before the end of the world, I was in Portland and uh, I watched it on the way home, but I only got to finish, I think, like an hour. I had an hour left or something like that of Molly's game. Well, it is on Netflix, I think, as it started, it came there today. So yeah. I finished uh, the last hour of it. Very enjoyable. It's a phenomenal movie. Uh, watch that instead of watching The Tiger King. Like, come on, what are you doing? Uh, I even added that uh, Molly's Game book to my uh, wish list on Amazon uh, or Audible. So check that out. It's very good. It's a great cast and all of that stuff. It's very well done. Uh, So the movie I believe you watched as well, which was the 99 cent rental last week on uh, iTunes, was The The Lighthouse starring William Dafoe and uh, new Batman Robert Pattinson. and. it's weird. It's black and white. It's shot an old uh, format for TVs. And uh, it is strange. Um, Andy, this is the one you're talking about, correct? Yes. So what did you think of it? Um, entertaining. I was like, I have a feeling this movie's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. So you just got to relax and like enjoy the ride. Enjoy See, the-, but the thing about that. I'm going to fall asleep if I relax because it's black and white. I mean, like, don't get a lot going on. Don't get worked up when you see the last scene and be like, so what did happen? (laughs) Just be like, well, okay. Like, just be entertained by getting to see Robert Pattinson jerk off to a a mermaid statue. (laughs) Yeah. That was like, that's entertaining. Or when he fights a pigeon or a seagull. He beats the shit out of that (laughs) seagull. (laughs) And I just love that. Somehow they were both doing like different accents where he's he was drifting out in and out of like the Massachusetts accent. And then Willem Dafoe is just old timey boat captain. Yeah. And it's like. I it's good, but it is it. And it's like it's hilarious. It yeah. Just, half the time I'm like, what the fuck are they saying? Yeah. But then also it's like, well, it's 1890. So just the way they speak, it's like. You and they're referencing of, old things. Yeah, yeah. It, it's literally like trying to read cursive now. Like you probably could do it in third grade when you're first learning how to do it. But, you know, you get older. You don't write in cursive. No one talks like they did 150 years ago. Yeah. Like I was like, what's a cistern? And I had to actually look it up. And I was like, oh, okay. 
It was like, there's just, yeah, just old stuff in there. But you enjoyed it? Yeah. I mean, it's just vis- visually cool because it, it does it does seem like an old TV show. I said when I first saw the trailer, it looks like Twilight Zone um, mm-hmm. and just weird stuff going on. And obviously, they had to build that set and that was authentic. You know, I have a lighthouse painting in my room. Yeah. My grandfather I mean, did. Lighthouses are just inherently spooky. Like the they idea of the was... ring. Remember the ring? Yeah. yeah whenever, just... whenever I think of a lighthouse, too. I mean, they definitely are spooky, but I just always think of the scene in Scary Movie 3 with George Carlin. Yeah. Well, he's in the lighthouse. The which is, yeah, which is a spoof of the ring. And uh, he's just like, oh, yeah, she would do terrible things. She would drown the puppies, made the horses go crazy, hid the remote. <laughs> it's such a good... Little well, like you know, you can there. you can think of now, Tony, when you see a lighthouse is if you if the light were to be on, you could just imagine William Defoe naked standing <laughs> at the window looking out <laughs> while the sad. light shines at him. So weird. That seems horrifying. I mean, there's also he throws their um their pots into the ocean during a windy day, and you know what happens there, right? Oh yeah, they don't, they don't have toilets there. <laughs> I was trying. I was like, "What the? I don't pots. Oh, they're they're bathroom pots." Yeah, it was different. It was uh, very weird. Uh, I'd give it a six point five out of ten. I think it's fair. I think I'd go. There's to no seven. rewatch value in it for me. But I'm I would glad definitely I saw watch. It. I would definitely watch five minute stretches of that movie. Like when they're getting drunk, well, that stuff doesn't like that. count. Five yeah. minutes of it—it's an hour. Well, and a half. There's there's a lot of good like just scenes like that. I'm just like like what the fuck's going on? But this is. I like I that the song they were singing. They're making music when they're getting drunk. Yeah, I don't That's remember the, anything about it, but it was cool. The first time where they are eating dinner, and he's trying to get him to drink, and you tell he didn't want to drink. Mm-hmm. I was like, that was great. And he like <laughs> spits the water out and just laughs at him. It's like, all right, this is what this movie's gonna be. Yeah, like I don't know how in any way it could be a horror movie. Like it's supposed it's billed as like a well, horror I think movie. It's, it's like, no, it says a thriller on it. I think. Yeah. It's a, no, you just know this is gonna be weird. Yeah, that's exactly what it was, and it's exactly what you got. It's what you should have expected. Okay, uh, the last thing I have, and Tony and I can do a quick uh, little joint deal on it, was uh, HBO's movie of the week last week on Saturday, Good Boys. Ooh, so we yes. talked a lot about this when it came out just cause it was, you know, sitting in the nineties, I think it was on rotten tomatoes and no one ended up seeing it. I don't, I don't think uh, Andy saw it, but, um, we watched it on HBO and we had j- enjoyed the hell out of it. It was very funny. Uh, um, yeah, it was, it was really good. Just well done. I mean, they're, they're little kids they are going into sixth grade, which where they live happens to be middle school. Um, the start of middle school. So that, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I definitely wasn't at their level. When I was a kid, swearing like that and all of that stuff, that was definitely not me at all. But maybe the times have changed. I, I don't know. I don't think my nephew is like that, but I, th- I think he's uh, just. Well, oh, they have the Internet. They're definitely he's like finishing that. fifth grade now. So maybe this will be him. Sixth grade for him is going to be a, high, a middle school. If there even is a sixth grade. Yeah, who knows? It could be just yeah. the end. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was enjoyable. Uh, Tony? Uh, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it a lot. I mean, it was definitely very funny. I love that dark humor. Some things you really have to pay attention to with like the darkness of the humor and whatnot, but, uh, it's, it's good. It's, it's very funny. And I, I, it did remind me a little bit of like the show big mouth in a way where it was like, you know, you remember when you're in middle school and it's just like the way it's done is it's just in such a crude way, but it's really kind of like how middle schoolers kind of thought, I think, and just how the stuff you really do are going through and don't understand stuff. But there was definitely a few very funny scenes, but overall, I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. It was definitely well done and very funny. I would definitely watch it again. Well, that's good. Cause I guess I'll have to, uh, renew my HBO. See that yeah, one. You'll find yourself laughing in your room alone, Andy. I can already vision your laugh. Yeah. There was a scene with, uh, Stephen merchant, Seth Ooh, merchant, a, whatever his name is. And did I uh, not, he's on my list as well. Is he? Well, uh, he's briefly in it, you know, just a cameo and they're trying to sell him something and they confuse him for something else, but it's just very funny. I don't want to give too much away. Uh, just there's, there's cameos left and right. Will Forte is in it. Um, 
it, it's enjoyable. And those are uh, those are mine. Andy, what are your uh, last two? All right. Well, I got two movies and then one last thing. Oh. So I'll, I'll give you the warning on that before. Okay. I think it goes without so, saying these days, Andy. So speaking of Stephen Merchant, I watched a movie called Fighting With My Family. And this is a wrestling movie written and directed by Stephen Merchant. Seems strange for him. Strange pick for him. He also has a, a small role in it as well. as He's uh, just a normal guy who kind of gets... Has to watch these crazy wrestlers, but a really good rock. cast. Yeah, it's uh, so it's about a uh, wrestling family in England, and their daughter actually gets you know good enough to, you know, try out for the WWE. Um, so the parents are Nick Frost, you know, of the it's actually a really good cast. Yeah, Lena Headey of Game of Thrones. Um, yeah, Stephen Merchant is in it a bit, and then. The main character is Florence Pugh, who had like a really great year. Young actress. She was in uh, Midsommar and then uh, Little Women. I think she got nominated for an Oscar already this year. So, um, And then she was in this star of this movie, and she was really good as the uh, out-of-place wrestler. I don't know what you're to call it. But it, it was done like an underdog sports movie. Uh, Vince Vaughn is like the like recruiter slash coach. Who's you know? Oh, you're not good enough for this. You suck, and you got to push her. And he he's great. He's funny. It's the Vince Vaughn we know and love. And it's it's been a while since you've seen that. Although we did get to see him on Curb this year, he was good in that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and The Rock makes you know a couple appearances as you know The Rock. And there's you a good know, joke I about totally Vin Diesel. Take this as some dumb movie about you know your inner animal, and you know I just figured it'd be really stupid. I didn't know the cast. That was in it. I figured, you know, Kevin Hart obviously was in it. Um, and it just looked like it'd be a piece of shit. This is a really good cast. Yeah. And then Stephen Merchant's good. Yeah. I, I didn't know he was attached at all. Yeah. Um, it's on Amazon Prime. So you can watch it for free. I'm into um, that. What's strange is that. So they even acknowledge it. You know, WWE is not real. It's scripted. So um, there's a point where one of the guys is like, it's not fake. It's fixed there's a difference because saying they're all they're actually doing those moves but the matches are scripted and they know the outcome but at the end they don't the wwe doesn't like to acknowledge that so they kind of made like drama out of like oh and she's got the big match and it's like well you know whatever happens is what was supposed to happen so there's like no tension for me but like they pretended there was and it was really strange because uh-huh. the wwe is like producing the whole thing and you know, they had to shoot at one of their events. Um, but it was like, yeah, I'm not I'm not buying into the like, well, she's the underdog. She has to overcome. It's like either they wrote that she wins or they wrote that she loses. So and it is it is a real life thing. This is a there's a real family that, you know, ran a wrestling show out of some small town. And then a person became got on WWE. So hmm. interesting. OK, right. what uh, what else you got? <laughs> Something not as good, but. Entertaining for me, nonetheless. Jalen Silent Bob reboot. So this is not a movie for people who didn't watch the other Jalen Silent Bob movies, because <laughs> it's mostly just references to the old movies and you know fan service stuff. It wasn't consistently funny at all. There's a lot of like terrible jokes, but a lot of like stuff like oh yeah, like and like I liked his old movies. Um good scene with Ben Affleck. That was really nice that they got him. And I guess in real life, that really was kind of their him and Kevin Smith's like reconciling that. Like, I guess they asked Ben Affleck, are you going to be in the new movie? And he's like, I haven't talked to Kevin Smith in years. And so Kevin Smith's like, that actually made me sad. So I reached out and they got him to do like a whole scene and everything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they got a lot of like little cameos and stuff, like just their friends doing stuff. So that was kind of neat. Okay. But yeah, a lot of jokes of themselves. Um, what was the other? Oh, there's also kind of a a sad note. Like at the end of the movie, they showed the scene that they it was him at Comic Con with Stanley and like him talking about, oh yeah, and you're going to be in my movie because I forgot that that the, the original Stanley cameo was in the movie Mallrats. And so Kevin Smith's like, this is my hero, and he's definitely going to be in my new movie. And then of course he ended up passing like a few months after they filmed that part of it. Dang. So that was kind of nice to see that. Mm-hmm. But well, yeah, pretty if, good. If you, if you don't have any like you know history with dogma or mall rats or any of that stuff, then it's like you wouldn't even you would not be entertained by this at all. Yeah, I I've seen them. I don't. I wouldn't remember them. 
Yeah. I mean, it really, it's, uh, I think Kevin Smith was never as funny as he thought he was, but he made like movies that were grounded and real. And so people identify with them. But yeah, he hasn't made. He also made that movie Tusk. Well, that's what I'm saying. His 90s output was real okay, and people gotcha. can identify with. He hasn't made a good movie since, I would say. Okay. I agree with that. So. All right. Well, what's your uh, one last well, I got thing? I my one on last. Andy. Uh, they added community to Netflix, and that's really exciting for me because I love that show. And I think if people are looking, all those people who watch The Office over and over and over and over are looking for another NBC comedy to maybe break the cycle, which I don't think they're going to do. But uh, you're talking about our roommates, and no, they're yeah, not. No. They're fine. Uh, this is this is available, and it's it was incredible. I watched just the first two episodes. Um, looking back at that, it's like, oh, you know, um, what's his name? Childish Gambino is going to be playing a jock quarterback and then they like change his character like in the second episode already but it's just like looking back at that like this is very weird like this some of these people went on to bigger things and chevy chase yeah it's, it's yeah it's chevy chase and a guy who headlined coachella in a community college show and it's like yeah what a weird thing i might check out that again i mean it's been forever I, I don't think i ever saw anything past season one honestly yeah i think it was 2008 or 2009 when that came out and it's like oh that seems so long ago like 300 years ago yeah well good tip all right well uh will that wrap us up yeah i believe so all right, well this is uh our pilot version of this uh new f- format where we have andy out of studio hope it sounded good yeah hopefully this uh only is for not that long, you know, hopefully eventually people are able to go out and about again sometime soon. Well, it's nice to have this option, though. If this It is nice because, I mean, exactly. yeah, you never know. There could be a day where Andy's just like, you know what? I don't want to see you guys. Yeah, we we're going to put a microphone up to the window and just have him sit outside <laughs> for two and a half hours. I mean, it, honestly, if the weather was nice enough, we could have all just been in lawn chairs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. maybe in a couple of weeks. Luke like can put up like a FEMA apart. tent or something and I can go in, right? Yeah, what if we were just all in our own tent in the backyard? Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe a future yeah. podcast. You never know. Yeah, I'm ready for this weather to get a little better, so we shall see. Yeah. All right. Well, you've been listening to episode 165 of the Tony's Take podcast. Make sure you stay safe out there. Hit that subscribe button and share with a friend because everyone is bored, like I've said. I'm Sean, and joined with me is Tony Katz. Yes, thank you for uh, listening. Hopefully it sounded good. And from our satellite office off-road, I don't need to drive home, Andy. Thank you. We'll see you later.